From WBHM News, I'm Andrew Yeager. About an hour north of Jackson, Mississippi, the Justice Department is investigating a little town and its police force. The allegations? Unlawful stops, retaliation, racist roadblocks, and excessive force. As the Gulf States newsroom's Kat Stromquist reports, residents still worry they won't see change. The center of Lexington, Mississippi, is an old-fashioned square ringed with businesses. A beauty supply store, an eye doctor, a weekly newspaper. Every so often, a police car creeps slowly around the block. It's an unsettling reminder of what county residents allege has been going on with the town's police. You're talking about uh, mentally ill patients being beat on side of the road. If you get pulled over, chances are you gonna get locked up or you may mm-hmm. get jacked up at the same time. My time staying there at the jail was like a bus stop. Like, you saw so many people in and out. I heard so many, you too? What you do? Huh? That's Cardell Wright, Francine Jefferson, and Peter Reeves, who all have deep roots in this majority black county. Some residents brought these concerns to the police department. Civil rights attorneys filed lawsuits. The claims brought in the Justice Department, shining a bright spotlight on an unlikely place. Only about 1,600 people live in Lexington. These investigations have happened in cities as big as Memphis or at big agencies like the Louisiana State Police. Federal investigators are now pouring through records, looking at video, and interviewing people. And these reviews often lead to big changes in police departments. But Lexington feels different. One area resident I spoke with compared the police department to the mob. Cardell Wright, an organizer and president of the Mississippi Freedom Democratic Party, says he's waiting to see what will happen. It was a, a ray of sun, sunshine for the Department of Justice and the U.S. Attorney's Office to open the pattern and practice investigation, but we need to get to the finish line. Another organizer, Francine Jefferson, is pretty skeptical. For some reason, it just seems that we're not going to get the justice. That's how it feels to me deep down inside. It's like there are too many people. Over the past couple years, the two held meetings and news conferences. They worked to get people out of jail. They went to court and met with officials about Lexington policing. Jefferson is trying to stay optimistic, but the region's struggles fuel her doubts. We've got two Mississippis. (laughs) There's one for... Um, people of color and, and poor, that's that's kind of together. And then there's uh, one for the status quo, those who have, the have and have-nots. That's where we are. There's crime, too. It's funny. In Lexington, people told me they're worried about robberies and shootings. This just isn't a place where people say they want to ban or defund the police. Take retired educator and activist Sherry Reeves. I believe in law and order, Okay. I believe in policing, but policing the right way, without harassment. I meet Sherry and her son Peter in a cozy wood-paneled den with deer and geese etched on the walls. Peter is a plaintiff in a civil rights lawsuit against the department and local officials. Sherry Reeves connects Lexington's problems to officer misconduct all over the state, like in Rankin County, where several officers recently pled guilty to criminal charges. She hopes the investigation can be an example that can lead to change. Well, I don't want my child, my grandchild growing up scared of the police. What the way forward looks like wasn't always clear. Not very many people I spoke to could tell me about specific changes they want to see. But one former officer and whistleblower agrees things could be a lot different. How you guys doing? Robert Lee Hooker Jr. recorded Lexington's former police chief. 
his boss, allegedly using racist slurs and bragging about shooting people. The recording set off a media firestorm. It drew international attention to Lexington. Knowing that my mom and my daddy picked cotton, I couldn't let it go. Hooker left his job. Now a county sheriff's deputy, his living room is a tribute to his law enforcement career. A flak jacket, scattered ID badges. One of his Lexington police paychecks sits on his coffee table. Wait, how much did you say officers were making? The last time, the last time I heard their pay rate was ten sixty three. It might have gone up to eleven something, but that still ain't no money, baby. That ain't no real money. The lack of resources in Holmes County is even felt by law enforcement. For this officer, this area is complicated. It's a place that needs good cops to thrive. But where people ask his permission to drive through town, afraid of being thrown in jail. You know, uh, some cops be cops for the wrong reasons. They cops for the wrong reason, baby girl, they did. Lexington's mayor and city attorney declined an interview request citing litigation. Its police chief didn't return inquiries. The Justice Department plans to release a report if investigators find a pattern of violations of people's rights. If they don't find anything, they'll say that publicly. For the Gulf States Newsroom, I'm Kat Stromquist.